You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm your host, Kiki, and I'm here in the lovely Podcast Detroit studios in beautiful Royal Oak, Michigan, with our faithful producer and co-host, Will. Hey, how's it going? And our guest host for today, Matchstick Cosplay. Hello! We're so glad to have you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yay. Um, and we also have on the phone with us today um, this fabulous uh, cosplayer and illustrator and designer from Instagram. Uh, well, from Instagram. That's where you <laughs> from live. The gram. From the gram. Uh, <laughs> Becca, otherwise known as Queen as Log. That's Queen A-S-L-A-U-G. Welcome to the show. I... Why, thank you for having me. This is really exciting. But I definitely, looking back about four years ago, should have picked an easier cosplay name. (laughs) (laughs) I'm way too deep now. Can't change it. But I feel you on that. (laughs) Mine is very long. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, I feel you. Uh, But honestly, it's very distinctive. And like, nobody else has that. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's definitely sets you apart. Memorable. So yeah, yeah, you should keep it. 100%. Oh, I'm definitely going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Having to spell it to everyone, I'm just like, you know what? You can deal with it because it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so where did that name come from? Um, growing up, I'm, I actually have, I'm covered in sort of Wiccan, pagan, crazy tattoos. My mom was a priestess when I was growing up. Um, so I grew up with the stories of Queen Adlog, this Nordic sort of witch priestess who was actually super responsible for making sure that nobody died everything was cool like the vikings tv show that is out that's complete crap um but the hero from that is actually her husband it wouldn't be alive without her and i always sort of admired that sort of i'm a feminine person and i'm powerful but not in a very masculine way so i just kind of took that and ran with it i take it yeah that's really cool it's a really cool (laughs) origin story for you yeah um origin story (laughs) (laughs) so um you are how did you how did you get involved with cosplay in the first place um i was in involved in theater growing up like as early as elementary school um so and i was attracted to the theater in the back of house side of things um in college i actually got a minor in theater costuming and then went into my professional life as a graphic designer and was sort of unfulfilled in that way. Um, having grown up in like the Ren Faire culture and things like that. And I wanted more of that. Um, one of my coworkers, Quartine's cosplay on Instagram was one of those big, like I'm going to build a huge foam core armor cosplayers. And oh, I was okay. like, look, I'm just going to break down and I'm going to do it. And that year I got diagnosed with sarcoma Oh, um, yeah, which I'm I'm fine now. Everything's good. good. We're in re- regression and all that. But wow. um, at the time, I needed something that was super distracting and something that was really peaceful for me in university was getting into the details and hand sewing and doing things. So I translated that into cosplay and it became this really sort of peaceful distraction for me. Do you hand sew everything then? Uh Obviously not hand so everything. Okay. Yes, I make all of the <laughs> I was, was going to say, make. wow. Um, um, all of the cosplays that I wear are between 80 and 100% made by me. Wow. That's awesome. 
Yeah, that's really admirable. Um, so you it, it's awful sometimes. Okay, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm so jealous that's, of that's people. Fair. Like I, especially being a larger person, being able to make something specifically for my body is really nice. But I'm so jealous of people who can just purchase something off the internet and make it look so cool. Oh God, yeah, it's um, so <laughs> it's it's really it's really kind of a bummer seeing um, you know, everybody who just. Oh, I just ordered this bodysuit. Like, no big deal. Like, oh, well, mm-hmm. good for you. That must be nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for you, and I'm glad that you can do that. But I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so, you, what was your first cosplay that you made? My very first cosplay, and I'm, I think, eighty percent of my cosplays are Daenerys Targaryen. But my very first one was her blue Karth dress um, yes. with the golden belt that is just I love the beading and I love the fabric um my first one it was terrible and I kept getting mistaken for Elsa um oh. blue and the white hair and so that my first introduction was cosplay to cosplay was going to conventions and being mistaken for another character and I was like wow this is this is gonna be a trip that means oh, you're no. doing it right <laughs> yeah that's, that's fair yeah it just I mean, it just sort of I was like look okay I'll do it again and I'll do it again and do it again until I get it right it was something that made me more dedicated to it instead of turning me off. That's good. Yeah. Plus, I mean, like, you could have said that you were Elsa with, like, fire powers instead of ice powers. <laughs> well, right. Well, and it's also fun, like, the little kids that are like, oh, you're Elsa. And I'm like, sure. okay, cool. I'll go with this. It's <laughs> okay. going to make your day. <laughs> right. Adults, I was like, really, you should know better. You're hurting my feelings. <laughs> I, I mean, I do feel like there's a brief moment in history. People forget that where Game of Thrones was kind of a newer show and not as popular as it is now. And yeah. Frozen yeah. was everything. So, like, yeah. like mm-hmm. I definitely feel like the first few times I I started seeing Game of Thrones cosplayers was when Elsa was, like, the cosplay to go to. Yeah. It was, like, two years where she was, like, the cosplayer. It was, like, her and Harley Quinn. Everyone was yep. had yeah, those cosplayers. Good. Yeah, China made bank on some platinum wigs that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Um, what is your uh, what is your most recent cosplay that you've built? Um, my most recent cosplay, I'm actually I haven't debuted it specifically yet, but I did do um, Merida from Brave, um, and it was sort of halfway between the Hannah Alexander redesign and her Disney Parks um, costume. Okay. But the one thing that I'm really bad about when it comes to cosplay is getting good photography. Um, because for me, it's a little bit more experiential. I want to be out there and I want to be talking to people and I want to hand to hand, like here, touch my sleeve. It's got a bunch of beading on it. Let's talk about it. Um, and just like with my art, I'm really bad at promoting myself. So I don't actually have any photos, but we'll get there. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see it. Um, was that, uh, when did you bring that? Did you, so you wore that to a con then you just don't have uh, photos of it? Yeah, I wore it to C2E2 this year, which was my first C2E2, and it was really awesome. Oh, uh, I'm like so bummed, eternally bummed that I did not see you at C2E2. I know, like there are so many people that I met that I've met through Instagram, which is I think one of my favorite parts about cosplay. Um, that were at C2E2, and some of them, not you, unfortunately, but some of them I saw in the distance and was like, they're in the middle of something. I need to go talk to them and interrupt whatever they're doing. And I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I Like, look, I just, you know, I drove eight hours to be here, but I, I don't need to interrupt their business. 
I feel that last year, I, I still, I still get that way. Last year, there were like two or three cosplayers where I was like, oh, they look so good. Oh, I don't want to bother them. They probably won't like me. <laughs> and then oh, I like always. became friends with them on Instagram and Facebook later. Yeah. And they were just like, no, I'd totally come up and say hi. I'm like, oh, well, that makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did oh the same God. thing. <laughs> basic social stuff. I I was so lucky at C2E2 this year because I got to meet a bunch of my friends and one of them, my friend Stephanie that I've been talking to since like last year, my friend Josh like brought her to me. He's just like, I brought you a present with her until I'm like, (laughs) I love you. Here, I brought you a friend because I know that you're not going to go talk to her. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) It was so nice. I'm so like socially (laughs) awkward. So (laughs) I'll like go up to people and be like, hey, I know we talk on Instagram, but like I don't know how to talk to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's, a- it's a weird transition, but I've found that most people that you communicate first on Instagram with, and then you see them at a con, like it's you're slipping into this super easy friendship right yeah, off the bat. That's very yeah. true. It's never like, super crazy, awkward, ex- unless you've got like I don't know. As a female cosplayer, sometimes you get some some weird people in your DMs, and you're just like, "What?" Sure do. And then they sh- sure and then do. they show up at a con, and you're like, "Please, no, God." Oh my God, I had that at Yomacon where this guy kept bugging me and bugging me and bugging me and bugging me, like messaging me all the time and making me feel really uncomfortable, and said things that were uncomfortable to me. And I had to tell my friends about him, like, hey, if some guy that looks like this comes up to me and you see me looking really uncomfortable, will you please like just pretend to drag me away? Like it's it's really really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that 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 was that thing that was going around in everybody's stories on Instagram about if you're ever uncomfortable, mm-hmm. come to me and I will pretend like I've known you for 18 years yep. and protect you and look after you. Yep. I always I always want to be that person. Yeah. And I think that an overwhelming majority in the community of people who will be willing to do that for you. Yes, absolutely. I I did that at Space Dive a couple of weeks ago with. Somebody who I thought might be being harassed. Turns out she wasn't, but she was like, oh, my God, I'm so grateful that you, like, came up to me just in case. And you're so nice. And I'm like, oh, thank God, because it felt really awkward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's better safe than sorry. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, the worst thing that's going to happen if you're wrong is that, like, uh, you know, you can you can laugh about it and it'll be okay. And, you know, so it's that's really important to keep an eye out for. Um. So what kind what are your favorite kinds of cosplays to make? Um as as like that's I guess I don't know why I felt like I was going to explain the question more. What are your favorite what have been your favorite cosplays to make in the past? Um, cosplays is when you make a costume of a character. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. I was trying to come up with examples and then I was like, no, I'm just gonna just stop talking. Stop. Yeah. Me constantly digging myself into holes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the awkward spiral where you just like don't know what yeah. to say after, and you just keep talking. You're like, so how just about gonna, that weather? <laughs> just gonna trick them out and do yourself, like dying inside, <laughs> but you just keep going. Uh, it's like a train wreck. Yeah, yeah, pretty Always. much. Yeah, yeah. I feel that. I, I feel that on a very deep level. So the train wreck would like to ask you, what are some of your favorite cosplays <laughs> to make and your favorite kinds to make? Um, I'm definitely sort of a, I'm going to do a big flowing gown with lots of intricate details and things like that. I think I realized after the fact, after I named myself Queen Aslog, that most of my inspiration and most of the designs that I feel driven to do are redesigns of of characters as sort of elevated versions of themselves. Mm. Um, last year at Con of Thrones in Dallas, we won the costume contest as a version 
and by we, I mean myself and my um, friend Laurel Ray Cosplay on Instagram. Um, I designed a huge cloak for her that has half direwolf and half Targaryen sigil on the back and hand embroidered it. I think I started Thanksgiving and then Dallas was in June of that year. Wow. So I was embroidering that entire time. Um, so it's something that's like really intricate and detailed and has lush fabrics and cool things. Cause I think part of the challenge for me, even though I formerly had a really well-paying corporate job, I didn't want to pay $80 a yard for something. So I would go thrifting and find really treasured fabrics for really cheap. Um, I like sort of tricking that. I like being the, what is it? The super coupon on TLC. I like being the cosplay version of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I want to learn how to do that. It saved me a lot of money. So I admire people that can do that. Yeah. It's definitely, um, definitely a skill in and of itself is yeah, thrifting it, it cosplays. A lot of, a lot of extra work, but it, it's definitely worth it in the end. That's awesome. Yeah. I am in, I am always in awe of people who can do all of the, um, all the, those really intricate details on the cosplays that you seem to have. Um, so you also do commissions for people. What kinds of works have you commissioned recently or been, have you com- have you made for other people who've commissioned them from you? Oh, um, I did a Twitch emoticon for Wolver Connie, which was really fun. Um, I've done a lot of art commissions. I think I'm going to start stepping into doing seamstress and, and cosplay commissions eventually. Um, I did, I've been doing a lot of very simple portraits for people to be using on social media um, and stickers and things like that, which has been really fun to sort of paint technically. I work on Procreate on iPad. Um, it's been fun to do portraits of people that I've been watching on Instagram for years. So that's been fun. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like it would be a good time. And the vain part of me is just like, oh, my God, I want you to draw me. Um, but I'm going to refrain from that. I will pay you. Um, draw me like one of your friends. <laughs> draw me like one of your Game of Thrones girls. I'm yes. looking at your whole series oh, wow. of Game of Thrones women as um, mythological figures, right, from from Greek mythology. Yeah. Right. Um, so what was your inspiration for that? Because these are fabulous um, I, like I said, I've always sort of been interested in mythology and things. And I grew up with specifically my mother always stressing, like, here's a powerful female figure and like Greek and Roman and Norse mythology and things like that. Um, so that's always been a base of my visual photography or my visual, um, language. And early on, I did photography as a young child and was doing all kinds of creative things. So as season eight, which is the most controversial thing in the world, and I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> Thank um, you. It's a good idea. Right. But as that came up, there was this underlying conversation, and I think it's always been there with Game of Thrones, that the female characters are posed as powerful figures, but not necessarily always treated that way. Um, and that rung a bell with me back to like the Greek mythology that I was raised with. So I smushed the two together and was like, here we go. I'm going to redesign some things because all of my cosplays um, for the most part have been original redesigns. So it was just very easy for me to pump those out and say, here, have Adam. I love the sounds as Persephone one. That one's beautiful. I think, I think that one 
has been my most popular. And honestly, that one is really important for me because I will kill someone for Sansa. Same. (laughs) (laughs) I will defend her until the day I die. Thank you. Like people, (laughs) when I first started watching Game of Thrones way back in the day, I'd be like, I really like her. And people are like, no, she's a spoiled brat. And I'm like, do you understand how powerful she is? You see in those later seasons, she will kick ass. And what happens? She turns around and kicks ass. Yeah, but that doesn't happen in the book. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But she's also like 12 in the books. Yeah. They're all children. So yeah. Like, it's true. They're super young in the books. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Um, but Sansa in particular, even though I've never cosplayed, obviously Danny's my favorite, mm-hmm. but Sansa's always been really important to me. I think uh, it wasn't last year in Dallas, but it was the first Con of Thrones in Nashville. Um, the opening ceremony that we, we were in this huge auditorium and whoever was hosting it was like, okay, we're going to go through the characters and you cheer for the one that you want to win the Iron Throne. Mm. Um, And everybody went through, we did our cheering, and then he said Sansa, and people were actively booing. Oh my god. And it was the only character people were booing for, and I was just so disgusted that I was like, look, I was only mildly interested in Sansa before this, but Mm -hmm. now I'm just mad and I adore her and I stand her and I'm going to fight people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just... I, I could get into it, but I won't. But there are a lot of reasons that people disliked Sansa in in the earlier seasons, especially that I don't think that she deserved. And I think she got because she is a female and right. she was just doing what she does and what she could to survive and King's Landing. And uh, people don't like her because of dumb reasons. And I love her. And she is my precious baby. <laughs> I, I, like she's a teenage girl and I hate her, which what? That doesn't make any difference. Yeah, sense, right. Like, it, people hate teenage girls. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't like, like that they made a litter finger finger in the last season. Mm-hmm. That I thought I thought that was doing her dirty, making her basically become the guy who spent most of his most of the time together trying to manipulate her and trying to take advantage of her. They did most characters dirty in the last season. To I be fair, we're not going to do this. This is Can, probably a good idea. It's probably <laughs> let's just cut this off. But I will say I love the uh, the caption of uh, for for your Sansa of Queen in the North, first of her name, breaker of petty white men. Yes, exactly. It's perfect. Beautiful. I love it. It's- um, well, most people, and I'm, God, I hate that we're in a world right now that I would feel reticent to say this, but I am a culturally Jewish person. Mm-hmm. I am Ashkenazi. Um, so I'm out here like, I hate white people sometimes. And like, really like odd, controversial statements. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't really understand it, the, the nuance of white passing and things like that. And mm-hmm. for me, it's really important to say well this cosplayer is roma we need to treat them with a certain respect or a certain cultural context um or every so often i'll feature um specifically poc cosplayers in my stories or shout them out i think it's really important to talk about that outside of february it blows my mind oh yeah Um, (laughs) wait there black people exist outside of february (laughs) <laughs> right, it it messes me up. I'm just like every February rolls around. It's like time for the black cosplayer features. Like yay, which sounds Ooh. really rude. Like oh god, why are you disgusted by black people being featured? Because it should be happening all year round. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, coming from that background and being someone who is white passing, but is uh, technically in a in a weird niche of people that are. <sighs> particularly persecuted right now which is really mm-hmm. sad but um 
that's also something that's really important to me in college. Like, I want to be able to be like, you're a person of color, come stand in the front because I'm tired of people shoving you to the back. Mm-hmm. Good on you. Oh, absolutely. Um, you also are really passionate about body positivity. Yeah. So would you care to talk about your experiences with body positivity um, and um, plus size cosplay <laughs> within the cosplay community? <laughs> oh, man. Honestly, I think I got in the door into a group that was really accepting and really awesome about it. I My first like major friendship was with Pretty Poison Cosplay, who is a member of the Orcs, um, the um, Ohio River Valley cosplayers. And she yep. is also a curvy woman. And it was very nice for me to, to have right in the door a community that was like, you can cosplay whatever the hell you want. It doesn't matter what your body type is like. Um, so I think about a year into cosplaying is when I finally realized not all corners of the community are like this. Um, so it became important for me to campaign towards that. Like, I don't care what your body looks like. You cosplay whatever you want because one, it's your money. Two, yeah. it's your time. Yep. Three, if you're shaming somebody for wearing something because of their body shape, you're just an asshole. So let people do what they want to do. Let them wear what they want to wear. And that's, it's a huge pet peeve of mine seeing people that come up to other people. And because I've seen it actually physically with my own eyeballs, standing with my cosplay friends, complete strangers just come up and go, you shouldn't be wearing that. Or shouldn't you pull that up a little bit? Or shouldn't you pull that down a little bit? Or do you really need to be wearing that? And people get very critical, I think, on the floor at cons. And it's a very specific type of person. Yeah, it makes no sense because it's like, shouldn't you be shutting your mouth right now? Yeah. Great. I'm I'm sorry. Did you pay for these materials? Did you order this for me? I didn't think so. Okay, go away. Is this yourself that you're talking about no well then why do you yeah. have any business talking about it yeah this right. is this is why we need some of those cards that dave from uh podcast detroit has that uh it's just it's just a little white card and it has um the word fuck and a whole bunch of little check boxes and they all have different options and one of them i think is your opinion <laughs> and you can yeah, check that off and just hand that. that to them like a like an so, asshole ticket yeah basically basically yeah. um yeah, no, it's – and I weirdly experienced something like – okay, this is going to sound like uh, – I don't really care how this sounds, but it feels to me like a humble brag, but it's not supposed to be. So I was at a con – away, baby. I was at a con recently. It's not really. I was at a con recently with my crop top Ursula and someone who was very well-meaning, who you know, Jess, mm. someone who was very well-meaning came up and really – they heavily complimented me on me wearing that cosplay and how I was, you know, wearing the hell out of it. And she basically, on the one hand, and and I was like, oh, thank you so much. And one thing that I don't like is when people say, when people comment on my confidence um, wearing things. Oh, that you're so brave. You're so brave. You're so confident. Yeah, so were you to be wearing that, I guess. (laughs) Um, But also, um, you know, that one I can let slide because they really just don't fucking know any better. Um, But... What I didn't really care for was when she said something about how, you know, I was wearing a crop top correctly for a plus size girl and how so many people don't and how, you know, the the really the only way for plus size people to wear a crop top is with a high waisted skirt or pant or whatever. And that's the only way you should wear them. 
And I kind of fought her on it to her face. And I said, well, no, you should really just wear it however you're comfortable. And that's how you should wear it. Um, But it's like a weird sort of and she just didn't really understand what I was saying. And she proceeded Mm -hmm. to continue to say everything, like just repeat it over and over. And I continued to fight her on it. And finally, I was just like, you know, fine, whatever. You clearly it's not going through your skull. So it's fine, whatever. But have you experienced anything like that of like, oh, you know, you're wearing this, you wear this so well, not everyone can wear that. Oh, definitely. I've had, because I do conform a little bit more, I think, than I should, and I need to work on it because I do have like layers of undergarments and like corseting and and shapewear and things to get a certain image that I want to project um, and that I'm comfortable in. So it irritates me when I see people judging people who don't wear shapewear or don't wear corsets because I wish that I could be like that. I wish that I could be comfortable to that level and I'm working towards it. But this sort of exclusionary idea that you need to wear something a certain way um, has been very interesting for me. I think it was, was it Wizard World? I think in Nashville one year, I wore a Daenerys and it was very sort of like tailored and close and there was a corset underneath it. Um, And someone made the comment that I chose a good Daenerys design to wear for my body type as opposed to something else. Um, Like my first cosplay, the coarse dress where like my, my arms would be out or the the top is very low cut and things like that. And I was just like, what? It doesn't make any sense. Um, I'm also going to unpack a little bit of a controversy at Con of Thrones where like we won the cosplay contest, as I mentioned. Um, And afterward, it started getting back to me from other people that in the crowd where my friends had heard other people saying they shouldn't have won. One, I think because they didn't see the detail that I put into the costumes and all of the work because there's a very uh, difficult way to judge like hand embroidery versus these huge right. builds. But the other point was that they weren't accurate to the characters because Laurel Ray and I are both plus size women. And it was, and at first I was like, Oh God. And I internalized it and I was like, they're right. I, so I must've done something wrong, wrong. I must not have deserved what I got. And then I felt bad for the rest of the day. And that was, I think seven o'clock on a Saturday. So my entire Sunday was just kind of like me feeling like crap and Ugh. going, Oh, well maybe I didn't deserve it. And then I got home and I was like, no, 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 no screw anybody who would look at somebody's win and in their immediate reaction be like, you did not de- deserve that because of the status of your body. Right. Exactly. It's ridiculous. It's, it's bullshit. Being and here's buddy. the thing is like, you know, I, me, I have skinny privilege because mm-hmm. I can pass for somebody who is skinny and yeah. I don't like, for example, like I love tall women. I want to be a tall woman. Like Gwendolyn <laughs> Christie is like, Oh, I know. Step on me, mom. Um, but like, right? And I love Crap, I can step on you. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> but like I I want to be a tall woman and you know Lilith who I cosplay she's very tall. She's like canonically very tall. She's almost 6 feet tall. And I don't get shit for not being tall. I don't get shit for not being accurate. 
even with my heels, I'm only like five foot four, five foot five. And I don't get shit ever for not being tall. Why is it that people get shit for, you know, not being white or not being skinny or whatever? I think it's absolute bullshit. Like, yeah, I absolutely hate it. It doesn't make any sense. Cosplay on anything that is not attached to the fabric. Yep. Step off. Like, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Yep. Um, there was that, I, I don't know if you guys saw it, but there were, I think Naughty Dog official posted a photo of a beautiful Asian cosplayer doing Ellie. Mm-hmm. And it created this huge controversy, controversy to the point that Naughty Dog had to take the post down. Oh my God. That's ridiculous. Because so many people were in the comments just saying, that's not accurate to the character. She's hideous. She looks like a pug, blah, blah, blah. And I was just, her, the photography was amazing. Her details were amazing. She had distressed it accurately where like even the tiniest little fabric holes were worn in the same place as the character. And I, it was perfect. So to have something like that happen, which was an interaction, I think more with the mainstream public than the cosplay community. It was like, wow, we have a lot of work to do. If you're judging anything that's not on the costume, then you should have opinion. I've talked to Kiki about this a little bit. I don't know, like, like, like as 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 a very large guy, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I have to basically buy all my clothes from specialty stores. Like, right. I've gotten almost very little harassment online due to my size, and so it's just weird that, like, you know, I will be on Instagram, and I will see four or five different cosplayers I follow posting about either them or their friends being harassed online for their size and their cosplay. I'm just like. I just don't I, – A, I don't get people have time to be that petty about stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then B, I don't get like – obviously like it's dudes doing this to women for no real reason. Like it makes no sense because like maybe after this episode drops, people come after me. But like no one ever gets on me for my size. And I'm larger than like 90% of these people that mm-hmm. I'm seeing posting about like, oh, someone's calling me out for my size and this. I'm just like – you're not even that big. Like, compared to me, you are a little thin man. <laughs> like, you're a little thin, like, yeah, it's toothpick. Really, it's ridiculous. It's disappointing to see the difference between how people treat um, fat, which not all people are comfortable with that, yeah. but I use it. Yeah, um, do it. Fat women and, and fat men. Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge history that obviously in this huge Western pop culture idea, we're not going to be yeah. able to just compartmentalize ourselves from that in the cosplay community. It's, it's, it's um, in relation to my art and everything that I do, like I've been looking for characters that I can do that I, that are positively plus in Marvel in DC. And there's just, there's nothing out there. It's like you Google um, canonically plus size characters and it's, like the blob and things. Yeah. And I'm I just was like, thinking can we, about that we need today. to step back and do yeah. it? Yeah. Like, I mean, better. and granted, like, the, the there's a, a new comic going on now with the blob. It's set in an alternative timeline that people were like, really liking because it's actually a pretty good take on the blog. But, like, like normally the blob's just like this weird, kind of goofy mm-hmm. henchman. Like, it's, it's hard. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, people always like talk about like how. Women in comics are drawn so weird, but like men are also kind of drawn weird. That, you oh, know, definitely. In comics, but like it's, the Hawkeye Initiative made me. Yeah, that is beautiful. <laughs> but but it, it's guys drawing guys how they how they want 
to look, you know, like you get, you know, the Conans and the He-Mans. Like that's all guys when they see their ideal body. That's what they want to look at and stuff. It's just it's the, so crazy. You get the Rob Mayfield, uh Captain yeah. America. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my dream, my dream cosplay is Conan the Barbarian. Like, yeah. But like I would probably won't do it, which is one of the things like I know there's some mixed opinions on. Do but it. One of the things that I liked about it. Endgame is now I'm like, I can actually cosplay Thor and actually do a cosplay that, like, I feel like I'm representing the character well. You know, that's, like, one of the redeeming things because I have a lot of thoughts about Endgame. (laughs) But that's one of the redeeming things about it is um, the fact that people are taking Fat Thor and being like, no, I love him. He's always, like, you know – like Thor's always been a happy, positive character, and he like goes through mental illness. So I feel like it represents me in mental illness. But then they're like, you know, he also like has this, you know, body that is different than what he had before, and he still finds himself to be worthy because it doesn't matter if he's fat or like super buff or whatever, and he's yeah. still able to fight with all the other Avengers. Well, he goes from the first Thor movie where he's kind of just like the high school quarterback. Yeah. You know, he's kind of like <laughs> – Yeah. He's expect everyone to, 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 you know, everything's handed to him. He expects like, you know, the people love him, but they love him for, I think, for the wrong reasons. And he doesn't realize that. And then you kind of see in Thor 2 and then Thor Ragnarok, he just loses everything. And he kind of – he slowly finds himself and realizes that he – you know, he, he figures out who he is, and he obviously goes through like a huge, you know, mental breakdown mm-hmm. and all this yeah. stuff. But yeah, it's, it it's was good. it was nice seeing people transform it into something that they can identify with. Because you know, at first right. when I saw it, the way that they like addressed because the thing that I identify with Thor is the mental health uh, issues that he has, and he has a very legitimate panic attack that gave me like kind of flashbacks when I was watching oh, in definitely. the theater. It was, it was yeah. slightly triggering, but it, I love seeing it. It was, it was nice like thinking about it. Cause even when, you know, rocket yelled at him and slapped him, um, that was very triggering for me, but I started mm-hmm. thinking about it and I'm like, no, but they're portraying like what happens to someone when they go through a breakdown and not everybody's gonna treat them nicely. But then it got, you right. know, people talking about it and saying, you know, I identify with that too, and I don't know. It made me feel like actually kind of good about it. So I'm glad that people are latching onto like this version of Thor and saying, you know what, he's like me, and I, I really like that. Yeah, I absolutely love Fat Thor. It's yeah. like there. I think there was a meme that I saw that was like, "What I say I want in a man versus what I actually want <laughs> yeah. in a man." Like early <laughs> Thor versus Fat Thor. Yeah, like, this is really accurate and kind of attacking me on a personal level. <sighs> I love Fat Thor. He's great. <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. I, I, I just love it. Thor has quickly become probably my favorite Avenger besides Iron Man. So Yeah, I'm thinking about Mission Comic Con. I might do it. But you I'm going to go full dedication to it and not yeah. wear a shirt underneath because – You should. Like I don't know. Like when I'm at home, I just wear gym shorts. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I don't ever wear shirts. So I'm just like, eh, skirt. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I, I admire you guys for this. Like, it's awesome. Right. I think the only way that you can get people desensitized to fat bodies is to show them more fat bodies. And I, there are so many cosplayers who follow me who are like, you taught me that being fat is okay or that whatever state my body is in is okay. And I'm like, I love that you got that for me, but I'm also still learning that. Yeah, and yeah for sure. I need to purposely expose myself to more fat bodies i follow 
so many different people that are outside of the cosplay community that are like plus size models, people who are in fitness and fat and things like that. And I think it's very important for us as people who are in the cosplay community to follow people outside of it who are accepting of their own bodies. That's very true. Um, mm-hmm. We just, we need to see them more often, but yeah. just like we need to see more people of color in media. And I think that we're starting to get a little bit better about that in the geek universe. Um, I think women are next and we need fat characters. We need people Fantastic. who look like yeah. us. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, we need to start wrapping up, but I have two more questions for you. Um, One is, what is some advice that you would give to cosplayers just starting out? Don't pay attention to what other people think. I think your first six months of cosplay should be done without social media. Just if you participate on social media, put your stuff out there, but don't have comments activated don't have that sort of second level of interaction um because while most things are going to be overwhelmingly positive you need to do cosplay for you and that needs to be the groundwork that you start from if you start doing cosplay in a way that you're like i need these reactions i need these likes i need people's opinions to be positive of me three four five years down the line you're either going to burn out because you're not getting the attention that you want or you're going to be on this level where you absolutely need to maintain what you're doing. So the first time you have a bad day, the first time that you fall short, you're going to beat yourself up that much harder because you feel the weight of all these people that you think are having expectations of you. Absolutely. Just absolutely eliminate all other opinions do it for you, which is hard, especially I think for younger cosplayers, because when you're younger, you just you're always looking for some kind of affirmation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, just don't pay attention to anybody. That's yep. a really great <laughs> advice. Really excellent. Um, and finally, Will has one last question that we ask all of our cosplayers. Oh, <laughs> Are you ready? She's like, I know what's coming. Here we go. When you're in full okay. cosplay, how do you pee? Okay, look. <laughs> I think this is the best answer so far. Okay, look. I have a disclaimer. The first couple times, I was like, why didn't I not put snaps in any of this? <laughs> but here's the thing. Coming from a theater background, having washed dancers' costumes for four years, that was always a concern. It never crossed my mind that it would be difficult for cosplayers to go to the bathroom to the point where they're like not drinking water yeah for six hours <laughs> oh yeah in a hot convention center and i'm like put some snaps in it also luckily <laughs> i'm a biological female which means you can just pull all the fabric layers to the side and just mm. it's fine don't worry about it that's fair <laughs> I, I can't imagine what it's like to have to stand up in peace. Yeah, no. Actually, actually, stand up means pretty easy. It's the aiming part that's hard. Well, I mean, it's the um, if you're if you if you can, if you don't have the privilege of just unzipping and going. Yeah, you know that's the thing. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. No, uh, someone who has to stand up and do it. I can't imagine. I don't know. So snaps. also, how do you look at your phone? How do you what? If you got 
if you look at your phone if you've got to stand up. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you look at your phone while you're peeing? That was like my favorite thing about my old job is they had heated toilet seats. You bring your phone in there, you warm up. Oh yeah. Th- that's what's it's called. Taking yeah. When shit. I lived lived in Japan, <laughs> the best toilet ever. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Japanese company that I worked for. And it was just like everything is cold. I don't feel clean. It's not saying hello to me. <laughs> it's not saying hello to me. Yeah, that's what I need in the morning is is my toilet to be cheery for me, honestly. Yeah. Like that one toilet in Bob's Burgers. Yeah. See, it all comes back to Bob's Burgers. Yes, everything yeah. is Bob's Burgers. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, well, thank you for having me. It was very fun. And where uh, where can we find you on Instagram? I mean, on on the internet and Instagram as well as, you know, Well, else. you got it right, because I'm terrible at social media. I'm okay. an actual grandmother. People can DM me, and then six days later, I realize I have one. Can't um, confirm. It's, it's <laughs> true, and it's awful, and I feel so bad, but at least people are accepting of it. I am on Instagram only, and now Etsy, at Queen Aslog. Queen A-S-L-A-U-G. Perfect. Beautiful. And uh, you can find your your art and all your cosplay stuff there too, correct? Yeah. It's all in one jumble. I never put cosplay on the end of my name because I knew I was never going to be organized enough to have like a cosplay account and an art account and a private account. Uh-uh. At least I need it all. Sure. So. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Matchstick, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Matchstick Cosplay. It sounds exactly like it's spelled. That's about it. <laughs> like I said, I, uh-huh. I have a Twitter, but like I really just use it to tweet about grilled cheese. So. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> for all your grilled cheese, for most of your grilled cheese needs. Uh, Will, where can we find you? Uh, you currently cannot find me on Facebook because I am still feeding with Facebook. So check me out on Twitter. I am at SecubitBitches underscore. <laughs> and you can also follow me on Instagram at WillowsPizza. Um, you can find me on Instagram at real Kiki Elise, all one word, uh, Facebook Kiki Elise cosplay. And the, uh, podcast is on Instagram at cosplay confidential and Facebook cosplay confidential podcast. You can hear us on, um, I almost said Instagram podcast. You can hear us on Apple podcasts, uh, Google podcasts, anywhere fine podcasts are heard through the podcast Detroit network. Uh, so once again, from Cosplay Confidential, I'm Kiki. I'm Matchstick. I'm Will. And who are you? Hey! <laughs> <I'm> Queen <Adlog. laughs> Keep creating, inspiring, and sharing the love.